and welcome to Sassy Nation on this Tuesday, the 19th of October, 2021. It is really officially fall here in New York. If you're not in New York, it is officially fall. So the leaves are now really starting to turn colors. Like I am like 30 miles outside New York City. So we've had like warm weather, like all September was pretty much warm and pretty much up to today, actually up to yesterday, um, we've had warm weather. So it is now cold. It is now officially fall to me. Like, fall to me is not official until it's it's cold. And waking up when it's in the 40s, it's cold. Okay. So anyway, so we'll get into fantasy football later on. Because, well, I got a couple things to go through. Since it's going to be a hell of a week. I just picked up somebody on my fantasy team. So I just did all my fantasy stuff. So in one league, I stink. And the other league, I'm good. <laughs> Which usually happens. I can't be good in both because I'm like I try when I'm in two leagues. By the way, to try to draft the same people in both leagues, so this way I can only worry. I don't have to worry about the same people, not worry about other players that I you know on one team and then worry about the other. No. I try my best. I have some similar players on both, but I also have some different ones. So anyway, here we are. So week six is over. Let's review week six. Now, um, you know, Geno Smith was being Geno Smith this week <laughs> for week six. Um, but I will say he didn't play bad. I have to give some props to Geno Smith. He did not play terrible but you need to protect the goddamn football when you're running and it's an overtime like he literally gave the game to the other team yeah and now that's why they're looking at cam newton um who oh surprise got vaccinated because now oh, all of a sudden now oh you know what i got the itch to play and that would be very interesting if they sign cam newton for a couple weeks. Because they're anticipating that Russell Wilson's going to come back. Um, if I'm Russell Wilson, why the hell am I rushing to get back? I don't know. But anyway. Um, you know, that's, that would be interesting. So I'm interested to see what happens, uh, happens with that. Now last week, I told you about the stupid freaking play about um, Kansas City made. Where um, it was not creative at all. It was like you know they put like three different different players on the offensive side, you know behind center to snap the ball, and they made like these funny looking faces, and they had, they had these funny faces and these funny pointing fingers, and oh, I don't know, uh, I don't know, am I am I snapping the ball? I don't know. Are you snapping the ball? Oh no, no I'm not. Are you? Are you? I mean, it was so freaking stupid. That's why it was stupid. Number one, because it just looked dumb. Like their facial expressions and their and their hand gestures and then going, oh, I don't know, are you snapping the ball? It's almost like, you know, they're playing in like the park. You know, it's flag football. Are you going to get the ball? Are you going to snap? Are you going to snap it? What are you doing? Who's doing what? 
it just looks stupid. And here's, you know, I got into like a little, not, I don't want to say argument, but, you know, a little um conversation with some dude on Instagram um, about it, you know, telling you that I don't know the difference between certain passes. Oh, honey, I know the difference. But let me just tell you, they wouldn't have Mahomes out there to get his, you know, to get smashed if he wasn't going to throw the ball. Everybody knew, and his, everybody and his mother knew he was going to throw the ball. He was going to snap it, basically get the snap. I mean, everybody knew. You know, if you're going to do something creative like the Wildcats kind of stuff, you got to think a little bit differently than doing that stupid shit. Shit. Then that was shitty. Okay. Him going here, oh, I don't know, you snapping it? Uh, I don't know. So I'll talk about that because I'll talk about last night. You want to see creative? The two-point conversion the Bills made was creative. Okay? Because then they had a former quarterback, Dawson Knox, throw the pass to Josh Allen. That was creative. They did the reverse. Then they did the fleet flicker. Blah, blah, blah. To him. Um, that was creative. That was a creative play. The play that Kansas City did was not creative. It was stupid. There's the difference, okay? So there, there I know the difference between creative play and a stupid-ass play. The stupid-ass play was Kansas City. The creative play was the Bills. So there's that. Um, Aaron Rodgers, can you be any more fucking awesome? <laughs> oh, God almighty. You can see he's playing this year with, like, you know, he's just playing this year, like, you know, <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. That's basically what I'm going to say. He does not give a fuck. He's like, you know, you all thought I was going to leave. You all thought I wasn't going to play. You all thought I should retire. Well, fuck you. Basically, that's what he's telling everybody. And I love what he said to, like, you know, it's classic. He, he still fucking owes, owns the Chicago Bears when he scored the touchdown on Sunday. I mean, he looks like he's having fun, to tell you the truth. He looks like he's playing and he's having fun playing, um, which is the awesomest thing. You want him to look like that. You want your quarterback to look like they're having fun playing. You want your team to have fun playing and also win. And he's definitely, definitely doing that, without a doubt. Um, and then, of course, there's Jamal Adams. Uh, I'm the best in the nation. Uh, shut up, you dweeb. No, you're not. Whenever, whatever team you grace your presence on, they always seem to fall apart. Oh, they fall apart. Why? Because you are, all you care about is your cocky little self. You are a selfish, toxic player. You only care about you. You don't care about team. You care about you. You're greedy. You think you're the best safety. You aren't the best. You, you, you don't even come close to Ed Reed. I'm telling you, Ed Reed is the best safety ever. I don't see anybody ever coming close to Ed Reed. He thinks he's the best. He's not the best. And I love the coverage you showed. <laughs> Monday night. I love watching it. Oh yes. Look at that look at that great safety coverage. Look at that defense. The defense moves. Oh and, and how many how many interceptions do you have this year? 
How many forced fumbles? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because you're just as best. You're just the best. I can just remember all the numbers off the top of my head. Anyway. So, let us see. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. What else can I talk about? There's like, you know. Oh, I know what I can talk about. Yeah, you know, some guy named Sam Darnold. I'll talk about him, but here are my picks I picked. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I put it in my story on Sunday. So these are the teams I picked to win. Let me see how I did. I picked the Jags. So I'm happy they got their first win. That game was so much fun to watch between Tua and uh, TL. That was great. That was an awesome game. And that kicker, right, oh my God, tying it on 54, winning it on 53. That was amazing. That was fun. So I picked the Jacks. I picked the Bengals. They won. Obviously, I picked the Panthers. They lost, but they lost no team. I picked the Browns. Yes, we all know what happened. I picked the Patriots. That came close. That came close. And I will say Mac Jones had his best game. Mac Jones had his best game. And he looks right now, to me, to be the best quarterback coming out of that draft class. Sorry, but not sorry. Anyway, then we had Green Bay. Obviously, they won. The Colts, they won. Kansas City, yes, they won. The Chargers. Oh, well. Uh, the Broncos, nope. The Steelers, uh-huh. Rams, Bills. I had the Bills last night. So I don't do that bad with my picks for the games, but we'll see. Um, we'll see how good I do next this week. So I'll have to, so I'm going to pick them early. I'm not going to pick them Sunday morning. So, so I'll pick Thursday, obviously. Today's Tuesday. Maybe I'll do a Thursday. Okay. Let's see what, let's see what this week's games are. I'll pick them right now on here, but then I may probably change my mind. Knowing me, I will change my mind. Mm-hmm. More games. Okay. Um... Let's see, so I had, so I didn't do Thursday's game, honestly, so I did Sunday's. So I had the, the Jaguars, there's one. I had the Chargers, they lost, Ravens won. I had the Rams, that's two wins. I had the Colts, that's three. I had the Chiefs over the Washington's four. I had the Packers over the Bears, five. I had the Bengals over the Lions, six. I had, I picked the Browns, but obviously the Cardinals. I picked the Patriots, no. I picked the Broncos over the Raiders. I didn't think the Raiders were going to come out with any uh, moxie after all the shit they had to go through this week, but they did. Um, this, I picked the Steelers. Um, and I picked the Bills. So what, oh, I got seven wins. Not bad. So now, this week, week seven. Here we go. Let's see. Um, Broncos versus Browns. On Thursday, I'm gonna go with the Broncos. All right, I got the Broncos. The next is okay, Chiefs and Titans. I'm picking the Titans. Then the Packers and Washington. I'm picking the Packers. The Bengals and Ravens. That's gonna be an interesting game. But I'm gonna go with the Bengals. The Panthers and Giants. Obviously, I'm gonna pick the Panthers. 
Falcons versus the Dolphins. I'm going to pick the Falcons because I think the Dolphins should have had um, a bye this week since they also played in London. Hello, they should be off. I think they're going to have too much jet lag and not going to perform that well. I'm going to pick the Falcons. The Jets and Patriots. I'm picking the Patriots. Mac Jones is coming off that awesome performance, even though he lost. It's the Cowboys, but I'm going to come out and say I'm going to pick the Patriots. They're also playing on their home turf, too. Eagles and Raiders. Picking the Raiders. Lions and Rams. I'm picking the Rams. The Bears and Buccaneers. I'm picking the Buccaneers. The Cardinals and Texans. I'm picking the Cardinals. The Colts and the 49ers. I'm picking the Colts. And then Monday night is the Saints and Seahawks. I'm picking the Saints. So I'll probably remember who I'm picking. <laughs> I probably won't change my mind on, on, you know, a few games are up in the hair with me. I'm like, eh. this is the Jets and the Patriots game, basically. Because I basically can go either way, but the Patriots look much better team than the Jets do. But the Jets are coming off their bye. And sometimes coming off the bye, getting like refreshed, usually usually helps a team. Um, so we'll see. We shall see. Um, yeah, so we have that. I did do that. So, I just want to say a couple things to Jets fans. Thank you, first of all, to all of you Jets fans out there that um, that, that um, I live, obviously, rent-free in your heads. So, thank you for that. Thank you for being a fan of me and a fan of mine. I appreciate that tremendously. Um, thank you for all your, your tweets and your posts and your messages. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You know, because they got, they you know, they were off this week. So they had nothing to do with twiddle their thumbs and tweet and post crap, basically. And, you know, think that Sam Donald was losing the game and it was all him. Oh, we're back to seeing Sam play like Sam. Um, yes, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Well, let me just tell you something, since you all were not paying attention and literally not paying attention. I will um, just let you know something. Since you weren't watching the game, you know, you do, people don't watch the game anymore. They don't, you know. Um, where is this? I had something. Do, 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 do. Oh, and then also the Jets fans were making fun still of, of Mark Sanchez this weekend, too, because they have anything better to do. Yeah. Um, yes, that was also there. Um, oh, and then Jets fans saying, ready, so this was one, um, trading Marcus May for the tight end O.J. Howard was, was presented. And... People go, no, draft capital for me. We are building young. God help me. You know. Um, and then, why don't they trade here? Why don't they trade there? Oh, my, my comment's previous. Um, you know, no, 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 never Howard. He is a shitty player. We have no tight end problem. This is the Jets fans. We have no tight end problem. We need a QB that learns to throw the ball to other targets other than Davis. 
and I told him, Newsflash, the Jets don't have a premier tight end. Having one helps Wilson. Hello? The better the players are around Wilson, the better he will become. That's how it works in the NFL. You can't expect a quarterback to lead the team by himself. He's not playing golf. Okay, it's not an individual sport. It's a team sport. This is how stupid these people are here. Um, you know, for love of gravy. Right, okay. So here it goes. All them Darnold, then we gotta talk about Darnold. So all them Darnold lovers are always awfully quiet. Really? Um, here I'm gonna be like, and then here I left this one. So this is what this one, this one said. Ready? Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with no receivers. Are you fucking kidding me? They won last year because of the receivers. They won last year because they built a team around him and they brought back Rob Jakowski. This is how this is how uneducated Jets fans are. So I'm just letting you know this is exactly how uneducated they are. And someone says, seriously, you're comparing the teams we had here with Sam to the Patriots? Are you an idiot? Keep in mind, he also won it with great coaching staff, not Bowles or Adam Gaze. And Brady always has an outstanding defense and plenty of talent teammates. We didn't have with Sam. Bingo! We have some smart people. And then here's some other guy. The thing that interests me regarding your post is why. Why post stuff about a former player who, who didn't do a thing for you would incur hate? Was it the quarterback we all hoped for? No. Did it play out? No. But we didn't but we didn't do much to help the kid succeed. Another oh, smart guy. Um, well, he's not a kid though. But he never once publicly complained or pointed a finger at anyone but himself. Now, if you want to trash Jamal Adams, I think you have a legit point. He was a dick. Yes, he still is. But it's a free country, so have so hate away. Um, I'm telling you, this is this is the stuff that that they this group allowed. So he had, so Sam Donald had to deal with 13 drop passes on Sunday. Robbie Anderson was most of them. Robbie, again, can you catch the fucking ball Sam throws you? Can you run in the right direction? Can you play it? You better fucking do that Sunday. I'm there in person on Sunday. I will boo the shit out of you if you drop a pass. Literally. He will hear me. I'm Italian. I'm loud. I don't need a microphone. I don't need a megaphone. I'm Italian. It's in my blood. Um. So. And here's somebody else. If you blame Darnold for yesterday's loss, you don't know anything about football. Thank you. So another smart person. His receivers killed his games and drives, but he was spot on in the last drive. Now, let's talk about that last drive with Sam Darnold. In that last drive in the two-minute drill, he had three 
receivers drop balls. First and 10, second and 10, third and 10. On fourth and 10, he started that 96-yard drive. To get the touchdown, thank you, Robbie, for actually catching that ball. I appreciate that. And then the shovel pass to Tremble for the two-point conversion. So you Jets fans out there that want to constantly complain about Darnold, Darnold brought the team back and had to deal with all that shit during the game. All the drop passes. I love it that he that he's rent-free in your head. Because, you know, for all of you dumb Jets fans who keep comparing Zach Wilson to Joe Namath and and oh and then general he's a generational talent too. He's number two pick. He's awesome. He's great. All the boasting you did before the draft, you did during the preseason and during camp. Your team is one and four. Repeat. Your team is one and four. You're lucky you won one game. And you'll be luckier if you win four this year at the rate that you're going. And Zach, let me tell you something about social media. Okay? Because I'm going to I'm going to let you in on something. Cuz I'm going to look it up, I'm going to tell you. There is a post somewhere. I don't know where it is. Out there. I don't know if it's his post or maybe it was um, a story, I don't know. But I'm gonna tell you this. There's a post out there. Oh, he's not done yet. I think, he, oh, you know what? I think he posted it on Twitter, not Instagram. Let me go look. Because I saw it. I think, I think that's where I saw it. But it was the stupidest shit. Let me see. Yes. So he posted this stupid shit on Twitter. Still at the point in my career where I wish we didn't have a bye week, ready to get after it next Sunday. And some dweeb, not Zach, but some Jets fan who's a dweeb, took it, took the tweet, put it like in a post of a picture of Zach with him looking in the mirror. Seriously, Jets fans, you have a lot of time on your hands if you're going to put together shit like that. Um, you know, I can't look it on here because obviously I'm not signed in on my tablet. But Lord have mercy. No, you should be grateful, Zach, that you had the bye week. You should be grateful. You're going to play a Patriots team that's pissed off this week. You start coming into the game fresh. Because the Patriots are pissed that they lost that game against Dallas. They're PO'd. They're going to whoop your ass. Okay. So enough. But this is this is the kind of stuff that these Jets fans post. 
Um, I wrote this. Since you're all not watching the game, let me in on you on some things. It's not on Sam this game. The receivers have not helped out at all. They've dropped passes. Even DJ Moore dropped a couple. Marshall's junior got out with a concussion because, you know, and I had to argue with some other dude on on Instagram about that. He's a football player. He needs to know how to run his route. He's a rookie. Run the right way. Catch the ball. You're going to be fine. Players get concussions. That's just the way that, that, it's just the nature of the game. We're not playing flag football here. Stop blaming Sam because Marshall Jr. got a concussion. It's not on Sam he got a concussion. It's on Marshall. It's on himself. Anyway, and the running backs dropped a few passes. You all look ridiculous throwing shade on Sammy when your quarterback that you all wanted and boasted about and called the next coming of Namath is one and four. And then someone has to go with me. Oh, I don't remember anyone saying Donald was the second coming of him. No, you're right, because people compared Donald to Brett Favre, Andrew Luck, John Elway, among others. I wouldn't want to be compared to Joe Namath. Joe Namath is creepy. Remember on the sideline with Susie Culber? Yes. He also changes his position on people and says shitty things about people that are on the Jets, when they're on the Jets. And he said shitty things about Sam. So you know what? I don't want him to be compared to him anyway. And Sam is Sam. Sam is his own. He stands alone. At least in my book he does. <clears throat> All right. And then I said this. Yes. I said, you know, stop blaming Sam. His receivers dropped the ball. You know, true. But most quarterbacks look at the tape on the sidelines by your point. Oh, my God, have mercy. God help me. God help me. And then people, so then the Panther fans now are going to go, I'm going to get on top of you. So in this, in this group, people are, people took a picture of um, Sam drinking water on the sidelines. And someone goes, you need to be studying the defense, not drinking water. So someone goes, he can't drink water now? I, I just think it was just a little, you guys are just a little over the top. You know, a little over the top with a lot of comments and a lot of people a lot of people putting it on Sam. Let me just let you in on something again, how football works. Okay. If a team has an elite wide receiver, it can make up for the lack of a good running back or a good fullback. However, a team with a good running game can usually get into a third and short situations rather than third and long. The lack of receiving threats is diminishing in importance. So we all because we're all focusing on CMC. Now, CMC is important for Sam, yes, because he does so many more things than just catch the ball and run. He also blocks. He changes the passing game 100%. But if I was Joe Brady, I would make sure that I had plays designed for Sam and for the offense to run when he wasn't in. Like when you take him out and put him on the sidelines for a play or two, because remember they wanted to make his, um, they wanted to take him out a couple times, you know, reduce the number of, ca uh, reduce the number of touches this year. Remember? 
uh, well, you're going to reduce it for a couple more games. <laughs> but you should have other plays designed to help the offense. Number one. Number two. Number two. With them. A good quarterback... The, well, first of all, the wide receiver. The wide receiver could not make an impact from the sidelines. Number one. Um, so, I'm thinking about like Zach Wilson for a second. We'll go back to Zach. Without a good quarterback... The wide receiver is always forced to make adjustments to his pattern and cannot A, catch the ball in stride, or B, his quarterback's targets when he's open, when he's open. A good quarterback requires great decision-making, and with that, the offense will lose the ball. And without that, the offense will lose the ball. The wide receiver cannot make an impact on the sideline, so that's what I meant by saying that. So, looking at Zach and then comparing it to Sam... And then looking at Zach, Zach never runs. He stays there too little, too long. And he's not making good decisions. He is not making good decisions. He is not good at decision making. Now, has Sam made some mistakes in the pocket? Oh, yeah. And I said that yesterday to some guy on Instagram because, you know, they're complaining. And I said, but... The wide receivers have responsibility to catch the ball, not drop it. You can't have 13 drops in a game and expect the team to win. The quarterback can't do anything else. Now, Sam can run, but do you really want him running and sliding like every other play? I don't. Because then there's a chance he's going to get hurt. You need him to play. In order for the Carolina Panthers to get to the playoffs, you need Sam for all 17 games. You cannot rely on your backup. And they're another team that doesn't have a good quality backup. Um, just like Jets. The Jets don't have one either. If anything, God forbid, ever happens to Wilson, you guys are even screwed even more because you don't, we're going to go to White. I would have kept Morgan. Not that I'm going to rely on Morgan either, but still. And then, you know, um, so, I mean, the, the difference is, you know, comparing quarterbacks to each other, I think it's always been so stupid because you can't compare people to people. You can't compare this quarterback to that quarterback, that quarterback to that Every quarterback is going to have their own talents and their own ways and their own mechanic mechanics. They're going to have their own way of doing things. Every quarterback is different. Not every quarterback is going to be the same. They may look similar. They may do things simil similarly, but they're different. Like... For example, like, you know, if you're going to compare anybody, like, I know also, like, Zach Wilson's been compared to Aaron Rodgers, but still, 
uh, I don't like comparing quarterbacks to other quarterbacks. Every quarterback has their own arm strength, right? Um, every but every quarterback has either a superior a superior ability to make throws on the run or not make throws on the run. Maybe their maybe their maybe their superior ability is running being a running quarterback as like Lamar Jackson is because everybody goes oh he's a running back remember um you know um just trying to think there's a lot of different things but when you're comparing it like Donald like compared to Locke um you know arm strength and comparing um, athleticism, the, the, he's he's able to scramble. He's calm in the pocket and cool in the pocket. And luck was that, and a solid arm, and blah blah blah. Yes, it's great to be compared to other quarterbacks, but each athlete has their own abilities, has their own talent, and that doesn't go for just the quarterbacks. It also goes for the wide receivers. And that goes for the running backs. And that goes for the defensive guys. That goes for everybody. Everybody on the football field has their own skill. Why do we have to compare everybody to everybody else? It's ridiculous. Um, no. And some quarterbacks, I'll just continue, some have tremendous speed. And some are able to do that, have tremendous speed, and make things happen with their arms at the same time. Some are electric players. But can we just stop the comparisons? See, I think you ruin things. I think things get totally ruined when people start comparing athletes today from athletes of yesterday and athletes today to this athlete of today and look they have that just enjoy the game enjoy the game enjoy your team watch watch the game enjoy it and be i want to say be be glad but and be happy that you're actually watching football remember when we had covid in the beginning and there was you know Concerned that we weren't going to be able to watch football. And remember how that went when we had a couple months? March, April, May, and June. We had four months in 2020 when we had no sports. Just be grateful that you're actually watching it. Just be grateful. And remember, they're athletes. They're not robots. Athletes, not robots. Okay, fantasy time. All right, so I had to write crap down. I have to go find it now. Um, and they're all making fun of him, by the way. So there was a there's an article about Seahawks safety Jamal Adams. Seahawks safety Jamal Adams boasted he was the best in the nation at the worst possible moment. Mm-mm-mm. See how God works. Okay. Um. 
I have to look at my list. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Dum, All right, let's see. Football, football, football. Okay, so this week sucks for fantasy football because we have Buffalo on a bye, Dallas on a bye, Jacksonville on a bye, LA Chargers on a bye, Minnesota on a bye, Pittsburgh on a bye. So look at all those great players that are not going to be able to, they're not playing this week. So let's look and see. All right, so running backs for the wire. You can get Ernest Johnson from Cleveland. You can get um, Demetric Felton. He's an idea. Stevenson from the New England Patriots. Um, also, I'll just, well, well, we'll wait till we get to quarterbacks. Because I'm going to say Mac Jones, but well, from the Washington football team, you can get Jared Patterson. I just picked up DJ Dallas from Seattle. So I picked him up as one of my wires. Or you can also get Rashad Penny. Um, let's see. Wide receivers. AJ Green. Remember him? Darnell Mooney from Chicago. Bateman from the Ravens. Um, I saw on the wire is still available Donovan Peoples-Jones. Now, if you don't have Robbie Anderson, and I know he sucks this year, because he does. I'm going to tell him right straight out, you suck this year. You're more concerned about your tweets, and you're more concerned about posting things on Instagram that are not very motivational. Okay. Because I'll just be frank, that I, I'll go back to the post. The post where you tell people that, oh, all the extra stuff can be a distraction. Meanwhile, he's coming out of a limo dressed the nine with his, and then he has his gold chain around his neck. He's telling you that he's going to be disciplined. Yes. I will say this. I thank him for being accountable for the loss this week because he actually stood up like a man and said it was my fault. Thank you for that. You'll never see Jamal Adams ever do that. But thank you for Robbie Anderson for doing that. Now, Robbie Anderson is available. He has told a whopping he, he has told a whopping twenty nine targets in the last three games, but he has been dropping them left and right. Um, tight ends: Jared Cook, Tyler Cotlin are both on by this week. So if you room on your bench, you can add. Um, you can add. Uh, oh. Mm, mm, mm. You know, and you can't have Dawson Knox now because he's on by this week. Um, Anthony Fixer from Tennessee Titans or Ricky Seals-Jones is another. Quarterbacks, Matt Ryan, Mac Jones. There's, there's my picks for the wire. For the wire. By the way, so talking about social media as I end my show. And I'll talk about this again tomorrow on the Sassy Show. I'll talk about more in depth because it's a social media show. Um, I know when, like, athletes are using burner accounts. And I know when other people come up with fake accounts. So I know the difference. But And it's still a fake account. But a burner account is a better way of setting it. Because they go around. See, a fake account, you can have a fake account and never comment on anything. Right? Because you, you're, you're keeping it on the low. 
A lot of people like to do that, by the way. They like to have accounts on Instagram and Twitter. Never use them. Like, never tweet, never post themselves. Have a private account so you can't see anything on their page. And they just like to, you know, spy around. I like to call them the internet spies. And they like to spy around and see what people are talking about and, you know, which is a waste of time. That's not what social media is for. And then you have athletes who have burner accounts who then go around and say shit to people because you don't think that you know it's them. So they'll start, they'll even, you'll even have athletes talk bad about themselves to you to see what you're going to say back. So you always got to be on the lookout for those. You know, and I love it when people come up with fake accounts to defend themselves. So, because it's happened to me a couple times, like some guy will come out, of course, and he's anti-Sam Darnold, obviously, and he'll say something, and then I'll reply back to him and be very nice about it, very nice, and just tell him I'm supporting him, blah, 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 whatever I said, and then you'll have a fake, and then he'll develop a fake account for himself and defend himself and put his name in the comment. I know about that. Thank you. <laughs> like, hello. And then I have to get in on it, like on Twitter, and I have to get on it with people on TikTok, and I have to get people with, and I don't know, all over the place. For God's sakes, God, give it a rest. Um, I think, okay. Um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so... When people say, well, why are you in the Jets groups? So, well, obviously, I'm still interested in knowing what's going to happen with the Jets and what the fans' take is on it because, you know, they're the experts. Hashtag sarcasm. Um, as you can see, it's very entertaining seeing how uneducated they are and seeing how stupid they are. Oh, speaking of that, so this was the one guy posted something about this. He posted that he, because he was so excited that everybody lost this weekend that needed to lose because the Jets are going to get the sixth pick in the draft then from Seattle or whatever it was, the 15th or whatever. I don't really care. So I said to him, do you read back what you write before you post? Seriously, you're excited about draft picks? How is that working out so far? While other teams make trades to help their team, the Jets are relying on draft picks to get better with no veteran leadership. Let that sink in. You have no veterans on this team. You have no veterans anywhere here. And don't tell me that Mosley's a leader. Please, he's not. Shut up. I'll say it again. Like I said last week, if he was such a leader, he would have played last year. He didn't want to play last year because Gaze was the court, was the uh, head coach and he didn't want him. Period. Um, that's why I'm in those groups. And, you know, my brother is still a Jets fan. My dad is. So, of course, I'm going to be interested to see what's happening in the groups because then I can tell them. But like I said, it's more for entertainment on my purpose, uh, on my end. Just to see how stupid they are. Because they are stupid. Jets fans are very un uneducated. So, um, so this Sunday, I will be 
at Giants, well, I'm going to call it Giant Stadium. I'm still calling it Giant Stadium because I hate MetLife. <laughs> but anyhow, um, yes, I will be there. I will talk about that more tomorrow on the Sassy Show, which will be on Facebook. Tomorrow, I'll stream it, live stream it on my Facebook page, and then I will put it on the YouTube channel. And then I can take the link and put it on the Twitter and all that kind of stuff. So I think I'll do that. So I'll talk about more about that game tomorrow, and me being there. Um, and a lot of social media stuff that's happening, and I will give you some great social media tips tomorrow. Great tips. Really, really top-notch tips tomorrow. Um, so we'll talk about that tomorrow. And then, of course, Friday is the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm. And we will really get into the nitty-gritty and talk about the game I'm going to and then some other exciting little juicy little things that I can mention on Friday. So we'll see. But anyway, oh, 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 and I just want to say this before I go. I just showed my notes. So, yes, about Aaron Rodgers. I just want to take this. So... Aaron Rodgers' spirit animal is the corgi. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I love corgis. Corgi doggies are the... Well, my brother has a corgi. So I have a nephew doggy that's a corgi. He's the cutest thing. Corgis are cute, but I'm just going to warn you about corgis. Okay? Because if everybody saw that commercial, that was a State Farm commercial with Aaron Rodgers in it, and he had all these corgis with him and he's like and the guy asks him why a corgi and he said corgis are is his spirit animal they shed a lot of hair they shed every season a lot of hair i mean i can literally make five other corgis out of the hair that is shedded by the by by rufus literally he has tons of hair they shed like you wouldn't believe so if you do not want dog hair all over your apartment or your house do not get one if you are able to have a corgi and clean up after the corgi, then have one. Just going to throw that out there. And can people stop paying attention to Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson, with his stupid dancing shit? See, here's the thing. When you pay attention to negative behavior and people realize that you're paying attention to them, they're going to keep doing the negative shit so you can pay attention to them. When you ignore it, they stop. And I'm just going to say this. Jackson, you can't dance for your life. If your life depended on it, you don't know how to fucking dance. You have no rhythm. No rhythm whatsoever. I coach cheerleading. I choreograph. I'm telling you now. And I had da I was da I da been dancing since I was seven years old. You have no fucking rhythm. Your TikTok should be shut down because you have no rhythm whatsoever. None. No rhythm. None. <laughs> All right, well, I have about 25 emails to get to. Responses, cheerleading stuff to get to now. Uh, competition is in 24 days. And practice later this afternoon. And I got to fix one of my, email, one of my uh, websites. So I got a lot of stuff to get done this afternoon. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. On Instagram, I am at sassygirlpr7. You can also follow my other Instagram, which is just brew it gourmet coffee, which is my new business. Um, my newer business. Um, my YouTube channel is out there. I don't even know idea what it what, even what it's named. Do you know how bad that is? 
Um, <laughs> your channel. Let's go look. I have no idea. Well, you can look up my name, Stephanie Dolce. I think that's what it should be under that one. Um. Okay. So you can look up there. I have Pinterest, which also I have to get to. So I can become a verified merchant on Pinterest. I got to do that. I got to do my Instagram store, which is a pain in the ass because Instagram, oh my God, sometimes drives me crazy. Um, my TikTok's out there. Although I'm not really on TikTok that often, but I'm there. I'm there. Oh, my Twitter, which is AxeTheX on Twitter. And there you go. Voila. I will, on my Facebook page, you can follow my personal page, which is obviously Stephanie Dolce. Um, you will see I have about 3,500 people that follow my page, so that you can tell. And that's a wrap. Have a great, have a great rest of the day. See you tomorrow on The Sassy Show, which is presented by Rock and Roll Radio. I will be live streaming it on Facebook. I'm going to say 1.30 tomorrow. Or maybe, yeah. What's, what's tomorrow? Wednesday. I'm looking at my schedule. I have a meeting at 11. Client meeting at 11. 12, 1. I'm going to do it 2 o'clock. So 2 o'clock tomorrow. See you at 2 o'clock on my Facebook page. If not, I will stream it onto my YouTube channel, and then I will put out the link on um, other platforms. And then Friday is the recordings of a fangirl. I don't know yet. I think I'm going to keep it free this week. Um, be a quick free, quick freebie for like a whole entire like day, and then push it into um, the subscription. So if you want to subscribe, you have to then listen to it. Or who knows? I may just leave a cliffhanger. But stay tuned. See you all then.